Are you ready for the deadliest news, issues, comments, and people? Well, on now is National Talk Black with Trendy Trev. Going live from BBM through the National Indigenous Radio Service. Give us a call now, 1-800-422-416. National Talk Black with Trendy Trev. Yes, very good morning, you Daily Mob. Welcome back to your daily program, National Talk Black. It is I, Trevor Tim, Trendy Trev, Murray from the Curry, your host for your daily program, National Talk Black, and we're live here at the First Station Radio Station here in Cairns on your dingy country. BBM, Bumblebee Media, 98.7 FM, and we go across the nation thanks to News National News Radio Service. You can have your saber calls on that daily number, 1-800-422-416. Like to acknowledge traditional owners of the land we broadcast from, and to all our traditional owners across the beautiful country of ours, welcome Black, National Talk Black, have you saying yarn up strong, you mob? Now, thousands of people, uh, thousands, uh, pledged to keep uh, showing up for the First Nations peoples following disappointment referendum outcome. And thousands have pledged to keep showing up, as, as we mentioned. And uh, a, a following a viral video message from uh, Aboriginal elder, Ani Manya Andrews, and uh, Churchill Fellow and uh, Ali, um, that's uh, Carla Rogers. Thanking Yes voters for urging them to keep uh, showing up uh, while there was a call for silence from the Yes 23 campaign. Uh, they felt strongly that our mob and allies needed a message to encouragement on Monday, explains Animania. We're going to catch up a yarn with Animania and Carla Rogers on the line. Ladies, good morning. How are you? Hi, Trevor. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Start with you, Animania. Let the mob know who you mob, where you're from, aren't yeah, no worries. Um, my people are the Bardi people from mm. Western Australia on the Dampier Peninsula there north of Broome. Yes, beautiful footprint. Carla Rogers, mm. who are your mob? Where are you from, sis? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, um, my um, ancestry is the, from the First Fleet, so I'm not Indigenous. And, um, we claim you, sister. We claim you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, and I feel, yeah, very, very honoured to be claimed and... Yes, so um, Auntie Munya and I have, have joined forces as a, and me as an ally. Mm. Thank you very much. Now, we had uh, a, a no campaign, get the thumbs up, but uh, yes campaign, we're still striving and uh, uh, you're pledging, Auntie, Auntie Munya, about, well, thanking first the, uh, the yes voters, uh, yes. but it doesn't finish here. We continue on. The fight continues, yes? Yeah, absolutely, and... Um, in, in many ways, it's exciting times again. We just, we, well, you know, for me, it's about finding other ways to connect mm. with th- those people who said voted no. Sure. Um, you know, as we move forward, yeah. And for the one, so Trevor, yesterday we had a yarning circle, mm. big yarning circle with um, oh, lots of people that had allies that had yes. voted yes, and, yeah. and we're really focusing on the, you know, the nearly six million people. Um, that yeah. did vote yes. Yes. And then there are ones that, you know, there's probably 20% of our population that did vote no but would, could probably easily have <laughs> voted yes as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, uh, look, it's uh, a missed opportunity having um, uh, First Nation people in the Constitution as such. But we continue on, and uh, we're resilient people, are we not? And um, uh, we are still strong for, for our people, for our ancestors, for our 
activists, our elders who have passed on, uh, we are still carrying the flag, are we not? Yeah, we certainly are. Mm. And, um, yeah, and, and we don't forget those who paved the way for us. Exactly. But, you know, but we, we will leave a legacy for the younger ones and the other generations to come. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll continue. We exactly. had a, we put on we put out there a, a pledge for people to take as an ally pledge to keep showing up. Okay. Um, and that's kind of gone gangbusters, Trevor. We've had so many people, um, yeah. you know, sign up to that, and and we found like people have been um, like deeply touched, haven't they? Yes, yeah, they, have. they have. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of support and from our non-indigenous brothers and sisters as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. And um, so, in 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 aid of uh, the 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 pledge, how how do we continue forward? Is what I'm saying, Auntie, in regard yeah. to our existence. Well, with people, you know, committing, keeping First Nations peoples foremost mm-hmm. in their hearts and their minds. Yes. And and moving forward together um, as people who care about First Nations people. Mm. Um, I think it's the way to go. Carla, do you want to add anything to that in terms of the way forward? Yeah, also as a, as a non-Indigenous person and, sure. and, you know, connecting to all the other allies, people really, they do want to help and they do want to reach out and connect in an in appropriate way and just kind of, you know, mm. have some clear ideas on how they can do that. So sure. we spend a bit of time with people. Firstly, so our approach is to reflect, relate, and then reconcile, then move to action. So we spend a bit of time with people mm. reflecting and looking at important practices like Didi um, and, mm. and Kanyini, you know, unconditional love, and, and what we can learn from Indigenous wisdom as, as sure. white fellows. Yes. Mm. Um, and then, you know, relating to how, so we had a look at, you know, how many uh, Indigenous people supported the Yes campaign as... Mm. We thought yeah. they would do, and yes. then yeah, how how do we take um, as a non-indigenous person? How do we take respect for allyship? But the big thing we emphasise is, is is what we can learn from indigenous wisdom. Exactly, yep. exactly, and it mm. is a team effort. And um, uh, look, m- moving forward and um, celebrating uh, our existence as such. Uh, in the well, in the economy, we we're talking about First Nation people in business or or elders mm. or, or people in community. Uh, uh, young ones in university studying education, uh, but feet in both camp, keeping their culture strong as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we will move forward, won't we? Yep, we will. <laughs> well, good, ga- good yarning yeah. with you both, Carla. Thank you, Ani yeah. um, Manya. Thank you very much. Please do keep yeah. in touch, and uh, that's yeah. a message going across the country in regard to. Yeah. Thank you for your support, all the yes voters. No, no worries. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. People can visit our website, Evolve Communities. Evolve, and yeah. um, they can make the pledge there. And uh, and we even Auntie Auntie Maya says she she's still an ally. Yes. Like we get asked the question, you know, can can mob be allies? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, yeah. And what yes. do you say to that, Auntie Maya? Of course, we got to, we can be allies to ourselves. Um, Thank you. As a people, and and also individually to Lovely. you know, yes, make better lives. Thank you, Auntie. Now, your webpage again, all the W's dot evolves uh, dot yeah, com dot evolve au. with an S on the end, yep. Evolves with an oh, S on the end, beautiful. Yeah, or just Google Auntie Munya and she'll yeah. come up. Auntie Munya, yeah. M-U-N-Y-A. Yep. 
Beautiful. That's nice yarn with you, Auntie. Thank you, Carla. All yes. the best, girls. Thanks. Yeah, much love. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye. Beautiful yarn there. That's Annie Munya and Carla Rogers. And um, uh, look, thousands of pledged to keep showing up for the First uh, Nations people following the disappointing referendum outcome. And they've got a web page. Do check it out. All the W's dot evolves dot com dot au. It's not what happens to you in life. It's how you respond to it. And they're responding in the most positive way moving forward and uh, uh, keeping and uh, opening up the door for more people, thousands of people to pledge to keep showing up for First Nations people following disappointment referendum uh, outcome. Have your say in Yarn Up Strong. Add to the conversation here, National Talk Black, 1 800 422 Barry Cedric, where are you from, my brother? And uh, where are you, my brother? My question to you, Harry. I'm Barry Cedric. Hope you're well, brother. This is your daily program, National Talk Black. Have you saying Yarn Up Strong? 1 800 422 416. We've got uh, call online. We've got Henry Nona, WA. Henry, good morning, Bala. How are you? Yeah, a couple of you, Bala, for you and your listeners, Debbie Dimwabim. And um, yeah. Good, brother. Good, uh, good. Let the mob know who you mob, where you're from, brother. Yeah, my brother, um, born and bred uh, in the Torres Strait Islands. Um, yeah, my mob from Saibai, uh, Tabu clan, mm. and I'm um, from Murray Island. Uh, proud Miriam is speaking of the airway. Beautiful. What you in the yarn about, brother? Yeah, my brother, just with reference to um, uh, sovereignty in general. Mm. Um, uh, to all our listeners out there, when it comes to indigenous affairs across our country, mm. um, when you talk about prehistory of um, European settlers in this, yeah, uh, European settlers in this country, mm. um, I think I just want to comment um, to our listeners. There, I know that there'll be different um, opinions, uh, different viewpoints, uh, whether it's indigenous families or non-Indigenous families or different ethnic background, as you know, we're a multicultural nation. Mm. But just with reference to um, the subject matter of the governor, my brother. Yeah, you mentioned um, this last time. Yep, yep, yep. Where all, yeah. all, all focus should be on the governor. The governor should be answering so-called questions for First Nation people. Yeah, yeah, my brother, when you look at the political landscape of this country and um, all our contemporary Indigenous issues, um, I think from today forward, as we continue to pursue sovereignty in this country, mm. we've got to really question the very essence of the governor general in this country. Mm. We shouldn't be focusing on different political parties and all the process that we have to go through in terms of sovereignty. Mm. My brother, when it comes to really understanding 
the position of the governor, the most powerful person in the political landscape of this country, mm. representing the interests of the crown. And my brother, the king, don't need to be present mm. when it comes to the Westminster system. And I was just going to say, and for, for where, where you're heading and what you're stating there, uh, to our listeners out there, the um, Governor of Australia, uh, His Excellency, General of the Honourable David John Hurley, AC, DSC, uh, retired, was sworn as Governor General, Commonwealth Australia on uh, 1 July 19, David Hurley, Jordan, and uh, that's where it is at the moment. I'm just trying to find the up-to-date Governor of General. Yes. Thanks for outlining that to our listeners, my brother. Yeah. I'm, not too, I'm not too worried about his credential or his position in this country. Yeah. He, I think, whoever um, he or I she think, is. Yeah. But that position I think is when you really question the principle behind his position. Okay. As you know, my brother and our listeners out there, families and loved ones, when you talk about influence, from the moment they've settled in this country, the governor when it comes to advancing the kingdom's territory. Mm. And when you, when you talk about sovereignty, we should be putting all the red tapes aside and just focus directly to the office of the governor. Mm. And um, when it comes to ne uh, negotiation, like as you know, my brother, the tent embassy in Canberra yes. represents a purpose. And um, I can only speak in behalf of the Queensland government regime, going back to the Torres Strait, mm. when it comes to how they've actually influenced and governed us, um, Torres Strait Islanders and indigenous families on the mainland. Mm. So to really, to really see the, the bigger picture, my brother, we're getting caught up with a lot of political process without really focusing on the mandate of the governor in this country. Mm. And as the Minister for Homeland Security, gas, oil and money with sovereign Dinji government, I will continue to um, empower our mob yes. that's subject to the Crown, the Commonwealth. Although, as you know, as a fellow colleague, my brother, mm. you as the Minister for tourism with sovereign Dinji government. We're, we're not subject to the crown. Sure. We've got our own constitution. Yes. But I think, I feel that I have an obligation because of my immediate and extended family are subject to the crown in this country. Mm. And um, when it comes to indigenous affairs, as you know, my brother, indigenous advancement strategy, yep. we're not closing the gap. So just to encourage Indigenous families subject to the Commonwealth and to the Crown, they need to focus their attention, finance and energy specifically to the office of the governor in this country. Mm. The, king, the king is not here and he's actually representing, pushing forward their mandate when it comes to govern us mm. as a nation of people. And um, we're getting caught up with a lot of process that um, 
when it comes to all the contemporary indigenous issues. And like I've mentioned, my brother, if you, if you flip the Western minister system, it's a, it's a clear evidence of the, the families, indigenous families and listeners that have their faith in their faith community. Mm. The Westminster system, it's, 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 it's a prototype of kingdom principle and values when you talk about spiritual matters now. Mm. Not religion, but when you talk about the Bible, it represents a king and a kingdom. And when you look at the Westminster system in this country, it's just a prototype of biblical principles mm. and values. But my brother, I just want to focus specifically on exposing the office of the governor. Yep. And um, with all our influential indigenous leaders out there, that's where they need to channel their focus. Mm. I'm not too worried, my brother, about the political party. So not to the, not to the prime minister, parties. to the government is what you're saying. Sorry, my brother? Not to the prime minister, to the governor. My brother, not to the prime minister, to the governor. Mm. He actually sits in a position that oversees and governs us okay. as a nation of people. And um, that's where we need to we talk about setting up the next generation for success. Mm -hmm. That's where the conversation needs to start. Yes. Put all the bureaucratic process aside. And like I've mentioned in the past, my brother, it's a spiritual problem mm. that needs a spiritual answer. Okay. Yeah. And, and um, I think just to keep it uh, uh, simple and basic for our listeners out there, my brother, as a proud indigenous man in this country, I grew up in an activist family environment. Mm. And I know that the struggle that we persevered over these years as survivors from European settlers and to where we are today. And um, I just want to encourage our listeners and specifically influential leaders in the political arena. For example, my brother, I say it out of humility and out of respect and out of love. Mm. Our current indigenous minister for the crown that is in office, when they go through their ceremony, they swore their allegiance to the king. And that indicates to me, as an indigenous person in this country, they don't have my trust. Okay. Although they actually advocate and represent our interests, but when they get into office, they swear their allegiance to the king. Mm. And when you talk culturally, we have our own kingship structure sure. based on cultural concept and ideologies. Mm. And when we talk about the Westminster system in this country and other 50 Commonwealth countries that have been conquered by the British... I think going forward, my brother, I just want to say in closing yeah. that um, that's where the conversation needs to start. That's where all our influential leaders across this country, mm. when it comes to advancing indigenous affairs, 
that's where the conversation needs to start. Yeah. You don't see the governor in this country making media headlines. Mm. And um, I think we need to call him out so and have a national debate. Australia, you feel? When you talk about sovereignty, put treaty aside. We talk about sovereignty. Mm. And um, I'll continue with the subject matter yep. in another day, my brother. But I just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity with my political position yep. as the Minister for Homeland Security and Sov uh, Gas, Oil and Mining with Sovereign Dingy Government, mm. that I'd, I'll die pursuing this mandate. Lovely. Beautiful. Kay and OSO, my brother, love yous, and have an upcoming safe weekend, all your listeners. Beautiful. Thank you very much, brother Bala Henry. Take care. Bala Henry Nona, have any safe on WA? and feels our first session people should be focused on conversations uh, with the governor of Australia, not so much the prime minister or, or the so-called member of parliament, the governor of Australia. That's his statement there. Add to the conversation. What's your thoughts? Jan Armstrong here on your daily program, National Talk Black, and uh, coming live here from first session radio station here in Cairns on your dingy country. BBM, Mama Brip Media, 98.7 FM. Too deadly. <laughs> My name's Jared Harbrow from the Gold Coast Suns. You're tuned in to National Talk Black with Trendy Trek. 1-800-422-416. There is an island Somewhere in the tall Fred and Richard Kewat, uh, we're going to go on to our next callers. In Ogil Power Makers, Capacity Building Program launches this week, building First Nations power in the clean energy sector. A new transformative five-day program designed to empower First Nation people to drive First Nation participation uh, in and ownership of clean energy solutions in communications and negotiate uh, partnership. Equity and Ownership uh, uh, Outcomes is being held this week in Cairns with 31st Nation leaders uh, attending. With that, I'm going to catch up a yarn with Chris Henderson, uh, Founding uh, Executive Director of uh, ICE, ICE uh, and also we have uh, uh, Chris Croak as well, uh, Impact Investment Partners. On the line, we have the uh, uh, two Chris's, you could say, yes. A very good morning, Chris's. How are you? Hello. Hey, all Hi. How are you? Yeah, good, yeah, good, 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 good. So, Chris uh, Croker, who are you mob? Where are you from, Chris? Hey, brother. Yes, I'm, my name's Christopher Croker. I'm from the Central Desert. My mob are Larija, out west of Alice Springs. Okay, beautiful. Deadly footprint. Thank you. Chris Henderson, uh, who are you mob? Yes. Where are you from? Or where does Chris Henderson come from? Who's Chris Henderson? Chris Henderson runs the Indigenous Clean Energy Network in Canada. I'm based in Ottawa, our capital, and I've been here for the last two weeks. Oh, beautiful. Well, welcome to the Big Island. Thank you very much. Uh, so, look, a very important yarn here. Inaugural Power Makers Capacity Building Program for First Nation uh, launches this week. Uh, so, um, look, an, an industry that First Nation people can build an empire upon uh, on the strong foundation of owners of the country. So, enlighten us, please, about this uh, fantastic opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for the last week, um, so uh, it's Croker here. Um, um, for the last week, we've had um, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islanders, First Nations people from around the country come come into 
come into Gimli Can yes. and um, you know participate five days hands-on you know discussion around what are the opportunities for us to like lead this storytelling and narrative, mm. but also you know what skills and resources do we need to be you know to sure. be stronger, more active, yes. and be able to lead the conversation, um, and um, to help facilitate um, you know that that learning there. We've invited our um, brothers and sisters from across the ocean, from mm-hmm. Canada or Turtle Island, as as they call it, yes. the so-called calendar, um, Canada, to actually um, share their learnings. You know, they've been on a, you know, a many-year journey, and by, mm. by some measures, you know, they're generations ahead of, you know, the economic development and the embracement of um, clean energy and addressing climate change. Yes. They're First Nations people. They are miles ahead. We are far behind, so we've called them over, got mm. them on the phone, um, invited them to um, Gimoy. So we can actually, you know, share in their ex- expertise. And, okay, and that's so though PE, other people's experience, which is uh, fantastic. We are students for life. Chris Henderson, can you enlighten us, please, uh, to our listeners in regarding uh, this space, uh, in regarding uh, clean energy, please, clean energy sector? Uh, you bet. I mean, in Canada, I mean, here's a number that means something. So Indigenous communities, First Nations in Canada, are the second largest asset holders of clean energy. They own over 20% they own or co-own of the electricity system in Canada, and that's mostly renewable energy, wind, hydro, solar. And as a result of that, we're moving towards a net zero future better, but we're also making really good commercial opportunities for both Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people. And so we found we've been doing that for about 20 years. There's been a lot of success, and we feel that with the Commonwealth Cousins, Brothers and Sisters here, we should do it all together. Exactly. Uh, high tide rises all ships is what I'm picking up. Uh, so it is a great platform for uh, ownership, uh, business uh, opportunities for First Nation people, uh, employment of First Nation people, and uh, like a whole new industry on our own country. I think you've got that 100% right. And it's good for everybody. I mean, a lot of the First Nations in Canada are working in partnership with industry, with clean energy industry, with government also. Sure. And, it's a, and you know, it's a three-way partnership. You've got a three-way stool. It holds up pretty well. And we really need to encourage that. We need more of that in Australia. We'll do anything we have to share our experiences with you. Look, fantastic. And uh, Chris uh, Croker there, brother, just talking about First Nation people, especially when people have got land title, a native title, back uh, in their own hands. There's an opportunity to um, operate uh, this this industry uh, on their country, yes. Yeah, definitely. So there's, um, but we obviously, you know, um, you know, we know our um, indigenous land rights across the country, whether it's from my mob in the territory with, um, you know, land rights or native title holdings in other states, or mm. down the mob down in South Australia and WA as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we we are we have massive land holding interests. And really, we've been locked out of, you know, um, mm. um, the economic benefits um, that come from clean energy or this energy transition that we see. You know, the government, you know, the federal government um, talks about an 80, 82% renewable energy target. Queensland government as well has been really mm. high on their aspirations. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, there's a right for us, you know, we, we really need to, you know, exert our rights to plan, develop and build, yep. own and operate community-led clean energy projects on our own country yes. for the benefit of ourselves, but also benefit of the state and the the whole of Australia as well. Mm. One of the other big big things with us actually being us being more involved is actually, you know, in our remote communities, whether it's on the islands or in, you know, the desert regions that mm. are off, off the national grid, yep. and there's actually massive issues with just accessing 
services, whether it's um, reliable electricity or clean, safe drinking water, yes. um, you know, um, the diesel generators in our town go off, and so there's a real energy reliability issue, um, mm. which don't doesn't get any 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 press, doesn't make the media, you know, towns are going without power, you know, yep. for um, you know thirty. And times this is the twenty first century, two thousand twenty three. Hello. Yeah, I know, and it's, you know that um, you know if we can't keep the power on for for our elderly and our kids, yeah. you know, then you know we can't help them with healthcare, can't help them. Um, go to school or real life, you know, um, get a, get a better mm. education and really build up their own self wealth. So this is, as you say, um, Trevor, this is mm. 21st century. We shouldn't be having exactly. this happen in Australia, but exactly. it is. Yep. And back over to you, Chris Henderson, when we're talking about um, operating on country and then industries as such, when we're talking about clean uh, energy sector, but it's also still looking after country and using resources on country. Yeah, that's absolutely. You want to do it right. You don't want to harm country. You don't want to harm wildlife. You don't want to have have fishery in the oceans, and that's what we we also strive to do in Canada. And I do. I would stress really the role of government here is key. What we've been able to do in Canada, to the extent that's had huge impact, we've had government as a partner providing resources. So it's resources to both Indigenous communities, First Nations, and in industry to make that net zero transition. And I got to tell you, this is a huge job yes. creator. It's yes. a huge revenue creator, and it creates a lot of jobs across communities. And so. To us, it's basically we're making a pie a lot bigger and we're sharing a bigger pie, but everyone's eating something really sweet. Beautiful. I love that. So you guys got a five-day program happening here in Cairns at the moment, a a conference as such. Um, Have you started it in the middle of it or were you out with it? Yeah, so um, um, today, Friday, is our last day. So we we, we have many people flying over the weekend. And um, I know you have um, Gutu Gutu sometimes on the program yes. there with yes. you. So, um, yeah, Gutu was the out here. Yes, yes. Yeah, so Gutu was out, out here um, um, for all of this way, and he actually only just left us just a, like a, a few minutes ago. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, really hands-on, you know, discussion, you know, mm. reflecting on in the lessons from our Canadian brothers and sisters, you know, getting in context around what's happening across Australia, and more importantly, what's mm. actually not happening, where we were being left out of the conversation. Yes. Um, and like, um, even up today, we're having a really powerful discussion around, well, actually, how do we assert our rights? Mm. How do we get the right programs? How do mm. we get, you know, industry and government and the investors to actually listen to us and sure. actually start believing that we know better exactly. for our people and our country? Well, 60,000 years, we are professors uh, in all industries, are we not? (laughs) Definitely, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Look, gentlemen, thank you so very much for sharing. I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, Anything that uh, takes our people forward, working on country, uh, living on country, and uh, creating business, economy, uh, feet both camps, culture as well as the economy, that's a fantastic ingredient. So thank you very much to to both Chris's. All the best. Chris Henderson, enjoy your stay here. And a big shout-out to your mob uh, back there, First Nation of Canada. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to talk again, brother. You too, my brother. You take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Adele Yarn there. That's both Chris's. We have uh, Chris Croker, First Nation man of this country, Big Island, and Chris Henderson, First Nation man uh, of Canada. And they're talking about inaugural power makers, capacity building program for First Nation launches this week, we're just finishing last day today. Yarn up strong here on your daily program, National Talk Black, 1 800 422 416.
Yeah. Right. City, city lights burn my eyes. I can't lie. Reminisce back home where the starlight shine. Think of a place like mine where I ease my mind. Right back on country, everything on fine. But in these concrete jungles where I lay my head, I feel blessed for where I am because I could be dead. I stay shooting for the stars, but use a different kind of lead. With a different kind of bread, with some different kind of bread. I'm a young black king for my young black kin. Proud of this. That's Kobe D. You have to interrupt Kobe D. Sorry, we got uh, Tony Gibbs on the line. Tony, good morning. Good morning, Trevor. I'm a radio brother. How are you going? I'm good, my brother. How are you travelling? How are you? I'm terrible, mate. The so council good. have pulled my cross out of my grave. I'm so sorry to hear that, brother. So what's the next step for you then, Tony Gibbs? Um, I've called it grave robbing, and I think it's a crime. Mm. I've been on to the police about that. They've taken my property from my grave, mm. my bald grave, Cemeteries and funeral things are big in the news at the moment in Murray World. Yep. And, um, were you so, there when they were taking it down, brother? No, I spent 10 days there and then I sort of had to go home and then I, I took flowers there after last pension day and then I didn't go back till Tuesday mm. and her, my cross was gone. Yeah. Um, I'd like to tell the listeners that they can see the thing in the paper if people have got computers on the... The Cairns local news, the yeah. newspaper called on September the 29th. Yes. It has a picture of those two crosses. Okay. My one, my one's got the name covered up when I'm standing there. That's a good picture. Mm-hmm. There's that, another paper on the Cairns Post on the 19th of September, but that's a good picture. Yeah. The headline's a bit difficult because it's really hard to communicate with press. The headline is Crosses in Defiance. The first one was Crossing Ignorance because we never realised that we had to have a permit. I had to have a permit because it's never been done before. We've never been bothered. But I'm I'm dealing with a white supremacist council out here with a dictator, Brett Muller, in charge of it all. He has huge powers that I don't think you... I'd like to say what those powers have become. So what's plan B for you, my brother? Where do we go from here, Tony? Well, I called the police before they're going to contact me next week. I called the Queensland anti-discrimination uh, people in Brisbane and they advised me to get legal advice in Cairns, which I did. Mm. And um, I managed to get the number of the Cairns office. And I tried all day yesterday and I get a, a message saying, no one's here to take your call. So it's like the human rights office in Cairns is dead at the moment. Mm. And then, they, then I managed another phone number I was given by legal advice and um, I haven't heard back from them yet, and I've left a message saying you can see the story. Yep. And this is a huge thing. This, this is white supremacy at its worst. Mm. Because, you know, like the Ku Klux Klan, they burn crosses. Well, what's the difference? They've mm. destroyed mine or taken it away, and it's stolen. Right, it's robbery. a crime. Yep. And I said to the police, well, you know, before, that the council is disturbing the peace, and now they've... They've rocked my boat big time, so mm. I'm just carrying on with that. Well, condolences, my brother, and thanks for keeping us up to date, Tony. Yeah, I wish... <laughs> um, what else? I was, something I was going to say here. Yeah, them, them crosses, me and her are a unique couple. We're black and white, right? Yeah. So, um, the crosses reflect their own... They're a unique pair of crosses, and... They're perfectly made. I'm devastated, mate. Mm. Because 
Heard in your voice, brother, yes. You know, like, they're victimising me for being active in the community and protesting against the river closures. They can, they can say it's not connected. But I know it's connected. I'm being punished. They don't want me in the town. Yes. They want me dead. And the mental stress of this and what I've got to deal with, I should be able to relax. As I said, I've been in, I'm in well, exactly. sorry to yeah, Sit at the green behind. patch, Mulroy River, relaxing. That's where you should be, eh? Well, you can't relax there either because the well, council have shut the <laughs> That's right, exactly. The council have taken the native title. Now, Brett Muller, when, when the native title was signed, we had it from Terry O'Shane that signed this or get nothing. So they signed it and it was reverted to an Illua with the Cairns City Council. And then Cairns Council was amalgamated Gordonville with about 20 miles south. And and we've just got one division, one councillor out there, that's Brett Muller. Mm. Well, he's, you know, from a cane farming, slave-owning family way back, and we're not going to get any sympathy from him. And with the reconciliation all dead, mm. he has huge powers because when, when, the, when the native title was taken over with an Ilua by the Cairns Council, we lost the native title... It reverted back to state, to, to to council land. Cairns Council owns Goldsville Valley, and so Brett Muller is in charge of that too. So mm. this man has become a dictator here. He Have you had words with Brett Muller? Eh? Have you had words with well, Brett Muller? I don't want to talk to them, mate. I'm going to now. I'm going to save my stress and get other people to do the job in the office, mm. keeping the peace. The police, you know, I've met police at the cemetery before, they're well aware of this situation. And I said, is grave robbing still on the book? Mm. Because if I go to human... What's yeah, that beep in the background, the... brother? Hey? What's that beeping in the background? That you? No, not me, mate. It's oh. all quiet. It's just me and my, my wagtail is still here. Wagtail. I've got to move on, my brother. Well, thank you for the update. Please keep in touch, Tony. Stay strong. Yeah, this is a terrible, terrible place, Gordonville, what's happening. I'm, I'm part of this mob, and uh, mm. that's my family out here. And, yeah. you know, I, I live on the edge of it now. I'm just a widow, but people no. can access Thank you, brother. Picture. I've got to move on. That's uh, Tony Gibbs, and uh, enlighten us about uh, his crosses that he put up for his loved one, uh, First Nation woman, uh, Donna, who's um, with us in spirit. Uh, but the crosses were taken down by Cairns Regional Council, uh, and he's fighting that fight. Have you saying Yan up strong? Add to the conversation here, National Talk Black. Deadly number here is one eight hundred four double two four one six. 422 416 Yeah, Yana with the bully on Trevor Trinity, Trevor Murray from the Curry. I'm your host for your daily program, National Talk Black. And we're live here at First Station Radio Station here in Cairns on your Dingy Country. BBM Bummer Bib Media, 98.7 FM. And across the nation, thanks to NERS National Radio Service. Too deadly. G'day, you mob. This is Tanya Kernigan with Trendy Trev, and you're tuned in to National Talk Black. <laughs> Call us now, 
Welcome to the mind of a rebel for the cause. I got them flags high and the radio on pause. They caught me on the rise, the rock standing tall. I heard from TSI, Golden Mike from the north. Heard them in the streets, they vibe a different beat. I talk a revolution and it's scary when we speak. With blood upon this red dirt, its rain is running deep. And now the beds are burning and they should get to sleep. A song of redemption, I came to wake the free. 500,000 strong marching to a single beat. And the drum rolls, the drum roll is mean. A battle chant to dance a warrior's theme. We take it to the streets, rounding up the fleets. Until the people free, there can never be no peace. This a pro-black renaissance. Lost languages are kings. I and I battling to win and the horns go. When music is freedom. So take me home 
Tribes of Bulgaman, that's Normie J. Big shout out, Normie J. This is your daily program, National Talk Black. Have you saying yarn up strong? 1 800 416. Going to catch up yarn with someone on the line. Someone, good morning. Uh, good morning, yeah, brother. Yeah, brother, I'm here with a window here. I got a blanket over my head. Mm-hmm. I'm looking through the window. Yeah. I'm watching a car load of people. Your mob, the yes mob, yeah. the racist no mob, and the positive black fellow no. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to talk about treaty, brother, but before I do that, and my take on treaty. Yes. And before I do that, I did tell a story a few years back about that. In 1974, when he was uh, drinking there, I was on a, I was on a boom, and I was in a metal there in uh, Monroe Martin Park. Yeah. And uh, there was a there was a carload of a white fellows come there, brother, and uh, we we told the moral fellows, the moral fellows, come in the garden, can't you, and drink here because young people are going to come and come around like that kind of and and but when I, you know do them can do violence. And they, that car did come around, and by the way, they had a combi van pull up just behind the white fellas. Mm-hmm. They chased them, brother, fairly. You, uh, you know, you wouldn't believe it, but mm-hmm. the other busload must, must be backpacked, and then they chased them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and brother, you know, I, I did tell us today, Friday, <laughs> a couple of funny Friday yeah. stories. Uh, I was at the NADOC uh, flag ceremony, me and another Yarrow, our brother there. We was, but we never talk about the, the seriousness of how we saw NADOC. We were just, we wasn't working on the backpackers. The shearers got past. We were talking about a man. We were talking about a bloody animal, brother. No, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, um, uh, to uh, I, I, you want to talk about uh, 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 international stuff like like uh, uh, treaty and and uh, Uncle Goody Goody, brother Barry Cedric, and the Murray. He said, "Hey, look at Gumi. Gumi going to talk. They're going to talk about But anyway, brother. Um, <coughs> Uh, what's her name? Uh, Rachel Perkins. She was on uh, 20th of July, I think she was. Mm. And uh, they asked they asked her a question, like you know, when, when people think they know all the, the answers, you change the question. And they asked her about uh, nuclear submarine, brother. And uh, on further, she went on. She said she, took, she said that uh, New Zealand, uh, uh, the Maori, they were tricky, and the sky hadn't fallen in, or something had fallen down. The sky hadn't fallen down. Uh, brother, my, my take on that is yeah. uh, the sky, sky, the sky, the sky fallen in. And I, I don't know if you had that when you was going to school, but we had what they call citizens' education, and and they talk about the answers treaty, but that treaty doesn't. It's no, it's, it's no, it's, it's no longer there. That treaty between uh, Australia, uh, New Zealand, and the U.S. Mm. because New Zealand pulled out of that treaty. It's, there's no such. You got AUKUS treaty now between Australia, United Kingdom, and uh, uh, the U.S. and Australia. But anyway, brother, uh, Rachel said the sky didn't fall in. Well, what happened to that? I feel, you know, brother, what happened, brother? Mm-hmm. They had rainbow, Greenpeace rainbow warrior 
the front blew up in New Zealand. So they said there's no repercussion about treaties. And why New Zealand pulled out of that was because they didn't want to... They wanted a nuclear-free Pacific, brother. And I look at AUKUS too, brother, and I look at the, the uh, Pacific nation, you know, brother? They got no part in that, in that UK, uh, the AUKUS Treaty. Uh, so that's... Just, and, and about treaty, I think treaty, I'm not too sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm not even a Bush, Bush lawyer, but I think a treaty is an obligation and uh, uh, it's, it's sort of a deal, a, you know, you get some sort of compromise. Yeah. And I wonder if you do have a treaty, uh, yeah. part of the treaty is going to be not to be able to use our sovereignty to uh, make, make trade with other, like China, for instance, uh, because in 1972, 74, they had a Blackfellow delegation go to go to China and open deals up for Australia because there was a relationship between uh, China and the Murrays way before that when the Macassars used to trade. You know, they, they had that relationship there. And I'm wondering, brother, Chuck, picking the mum's a cat, mm. as Brother Lenny Miller would say, uh, if we can use, what's wrong with using our sovereignty right now, brother, and trade with China, brother? Mm. You know, uh, because nothing, we haven't seen our sovereignty, but of course... Uh, uh, like Solomon Allen, uh, I saw uh, uh, Alexander Downer on uh, Q&A again too, and he's talking about the sort of surveillance they do on, on those people there too, uh, as well, brother. So um, I, I don't know if there's anything stopping us from uh, mm. having that, having that uh, uh, conversation. Uh, because we open up, having, yes. having been able to trade with, and we could sort of be like, like the Solomon, we could milk both the Australian government and milk, milk the... Uh, uh, the, the American, so we can get a fair deal for, for us either way. Mm. So this, I don't think there's anything stopping us from uh, having, a, having a free uh, a treaty or some kind of deal with, with other, other countries, not just necessarily China, brother. So mm. we, we can use a, uh, a sovereignty to do that, brother. Brother, thank mm. you very mm. much for, mm. for letting mm. me have that little say. Thank you, brother. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, there's many ways to skin a cat, is what I'm picking up there, Solomon. Thank you so very much. This is your daily program, National Talk Black, 20 Trev, Murray from the Curry. About to sign off for today's program. I thank you very much for your company, your mob. Back in the hot seat again next week. It's a one-hour program, 11 a.m., 12 noon. And they come to you live on First Session Radio Session here in Cairns on your Gigi country. BBM Bumper Bip Media, 98.7 FM. And we go across the nation. Thanks to NERS. Big shout out, NERS team. Thank you very much. National Digital Radio Service to you and your daily team and uh, directors. Thank you. Based there at BEMA, Brisbane Digital Media Association. And big shout out to Giant uh, and team down that way as well. But uh, to all our First Session Radio Station across this country of ours, to Daily Mob, Daily Black Network, keep doing what you're doing. Trinity Trevor sign off. Got the news coming up via NERS, National Radio Service. Wait out for that. Take care. Stay black, stay deadly, stay strong.